Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Tons of news to get into here today, including... The big news last night on SmackDown, I don't know if you've heard, but boy did I hear about it immediately after it happened. I don't think I've ever gotten so many tweets and text messages and emails all at the exact same time. All of them saying, Baron Corbin's got to be Geek of the Week, right? Baron Corbin did in fact cash in its Money in the Bank briefcase on SmackDown last night, and it was a real cash in. It was not one of those cash-ins where the guy goes to do it, but before he can actually hand the briefcase over, there's an interruption or this or that. No, Baron Corbin cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase. He immediately and foolishly, in storyline, went and knocked John Cena off the apron, and then he was rolled up by Jinder Mahal and pinned. He failed in his cash-in. One of the only guys in history... To fail in his cash-in. Although he's in good company because John Cena also failed in a cash-in, although he did announce it a week in advance and they had an actual real long match before he failed. But yeah, Baron Corbin, no longer Mr. Money in the Bank. There will be no cash-in at SummerSlam. I don't want to say I told everybody, but I told everybody. I didn't know this was going to happen, but I just had a very, very strong feeling that Nakamura was not going to beat Jinder and then Baron Corbin was going to cash in and take the title from him. Baron Corbin's got a lot of heat. I, I'm sure some of you are stunned to hear that. Ton of heat on the guy. And I don't know how much that heat played into this. I mean, there was a lot of heat on him last week. He was on Twitter. I mean, there was obviously the thing that happened with Dave, but it wasn't just with Dave. He'd gone on a Twitter rant with a lot of different people. Apparently he blocked WWE guys on Twitter or something crazy. And anyway, now he's no longer Mr. Money in the Bank, so I'm putting two and two together right here. Maybe there's more to the story, but we'll talk about it after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. 
The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to get into here today. Want to start off by saying that we don't have any update on Ric Flair. No update from yesterday. Still in critical condition. As I mentioned yesterday, sometimes... Sometimes no news is good news in a situation like this. So we'll wait and see. But if we hear anything today, we'll let everybody know. But no update from what we talked about yesterday here on the show. This is from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Baron Corbin's Money in the Bank briefcase won't be in play at SummerSlam after all. Corbin closed last night's SmackDown by unsuccessfully cashing in his title shot against Jinder Mahal. Failed cash-in came after Mahal faced John Cena in the main event. Corbin caused a DQ as Cena had the match won following an attitude adjustment off the second rope. Hit Cena with the briefcase, began to walk away before turning his attention to a prone Mahal. Cashed in the contract. Mahal pinned him with a schoolboy to retain the title after Corbin was briefly distracted by punching John Cena off the apron. So it is, in fact, Mahal Shinsuke Nakamura on Sunday at SummerSlam. It's John Cena versus Baron Corbin. There will be no cash-in after the Shinsuke Nakamura match. It's impossible now. It's too late. And I guess we'll see what happens at this pay-per-view. It's interesting because it's the second biggest show of the year, they claim. And we have got a main event. We have several matches where a lot of things have been teased. Like everybody thought Nakamura is going to beat Jinder 
Baron's going to cash in. Baron's going to be champion. Well, that ain't happening. I'm still here telling you that I 100% believe that Jinder Mahal is leaving SummerSlam as champion. And also on the Raw side, the big storyline of if Brock Lesnar loses the WWE title, him and Paul Heyman are leaving, and they're going to go get locked in a cage somewhere. They have just announced Brock Lesnar is appearing at Raw on Monday. Now, granted... That could be like a deal to make you think one thing is happening and then they actually do some sort of screwing at SummerSlam. A lot of different ways it could go, but it does seem at the moment that at least the top matches at the pay-per-view are kind of foregone conclusions at this point. But I guess we'll see. Can I ask you a question? No. Let's move on. I'm going to do it anyway. All right. Does the Jinder Mahal-Shinsuke Nakamura feud have to end Does that story have to close if Shinsuke Nakamura wins the belt on Sunday? Because it seems like they have made it kind of cleared the path where you can have a large celebration and a great moment for Shinsuke Nakamura, a big, big moment, and you won't have to worry about everybody's neck cranking up the ramp to see if Baron Corbin comes running down the aisle or not. Now that's clear. And it's not like you have to get rid of Jinder Mahal uh, instantly because this has happened. It's not like you have to give up on whatever plans that you have for him going forward. I mean, why would it actually have to just stop there? Why does Jinder Mahal have to win when you could actually have a moment here and still continue on with what you're doing with Jinder? I mean, look how they treat the titles. I'm not saying that this is, is right or anything like that, but why couldn't Shinsuke Nakamura, you win, you get that moment, and then they go ahead and flip the belt a, a month later, anything which leads you happen. into Survivor Series. Anything can happen. Nakamura. I can... think that's the direction they should go. I don't think they should miss out on this moment, to be honest with you. Oh, I think they're going to. They probably will, but I don't think they should. Listen, so... I mean, the whole thing with Jinder is they're trying to create an Indian superstar. Is he that? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> is he any? But here's the thing: is he is he any superstar right now? No, I mean, he's gotten up to a. That's why if you if you change the title on Sunday, like you're you're just giving up. Like the whole mm. the whole miserable last four months was just a waste of time. If you just take the belt off, he could win it back again, but. I mean, I think they're going to do a long, unbroken win streak for Jinder Mahal before somebody finally beats him. I think they think this ain't going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a couple of months. Like, we just got to keep having him beat guys. That's what's going to eventually get him over. Now, I got a bigger question for you. Mm -hmm. You're talking about this celebration. Yes. So at the beginning of SmackDown last night, Jinder Mahal comes out, and the guy's got a great entrance. He's got the uh, Bollywood boys, the Singh brothers. They Looks great in a suit. Yeah, the, the aesthetics of that entrance are fantastic. They introduce this guy. He's got a great entrance. Good logo. He starts coming down to the ring, and then he cuts. First off, he starts cutting his same promo he cuts every time. At least he no longer loses his voice. That's positive. So he's cutting his same promo he cuts every time, and then he says, you know what? I am here, and I am going to I'm going to have a celebration here today. And he beckons to the ramp, and they have all of these Indian dancers, and they're dancing, and they're partying. It's, it looks awesome. Everybody's booing. Then they go back to the ring, and he says, I've got this woman here. I forget her name. 
I've got this this woman here, and she is going to sing the Indian National Anthem. And it's just this nice lady, and there's nothing heelish about her. She's not acting like a heel. She's just a friendly lady. Somebody's mom out there singing. Someone's mom, and she goes out there, and she's singing the Indian National Anthem, and the fans are just booing this woman out of the building. Cutting the shots of little kids, giving the thumbs down. I'm like, could this company look any worse right now? I mean, no, give him I a mean, chance. I've said this before. I feel like it's just a broken record here on the show. But if you want to create an Indian superstar, like, why does he have to be a babyface in India in a heel in the United States? Like, every time we ask, every time someone from India calls or texts me or emails me, and I ask, who are like the big Indian stars? I mean, the answers are. It's Cena and Rollins. It's the American baby faces are the big stars in India. I'm not saying that you don't want to have an Indian star. Of course you do. But why does it have to be the same foreign? It, it, it's, I think it's 97 again. I think it's Bret Hart all over again. 97, 87, 77. They, this is where you were wrestling, you know, <laughs> why, for as much my, as. We, my point is very quickly. Why do we have to boo this guy? Why is this Indian guy a bad guy? Why are we supposed to dislike India? Why are we supposed to dislike these Indian dancers? Why are we supposed to dislike this nice Indian woman that's singing the Indian National Anthem? Why? All great questions. But why Why would find if you – look, they don't know how to do anything else. Vince doesn't know how to do anything else. He knows how to go back to the same xenophobic character, the same 80s you know, caricature. We saw it with – look, <laughs> with – with Davari and with Kevin Owens and with Lana and with Neville and with uh, Jinder Mahal. They were all playing shades of the same character. You don't like me. You don't like where I'm from. You don't like my accent. You don't like this. I don't know why I don't, but but you're telling me that I don't. Now I'm supposed to boo you. And, okay, even if you dismiss all of that and you go with, okay, that's all what they know how to do, so that's what they're going to do, don't put – I, Jesus Christmas, don't put these people in a position where you're going to have the anthem booed. What is, I, I just don't, that's not heat I like. I don't like the anthem getting booed at boxing events where, like, you know, Mexicans booing the American anthem or, or vice versa or Puerto Ricans and Mexicans or whatever it is. It's like, I just, that one has always made me cringe a little bit. And to put that at the top of the show, I, I just thought this week especially it was relatively tone deaf. But then again, I, I don't – my expectations are never that high, unfortunately, for, for WWE this way. All right, Pro Wrestling Unlimited, send me this here. It is an update from uh, Flair's fiance from uh, – it says 10 minutes ago. I don't know when it actually was, but uh, Wendy Barlow, former Fifi the Maid. Just want to give an update to my friends and family. I've been unable to talk on the phone without crying. Just feel shocked over events. I took Rick to the hospital Friday night with severe abdominal pain. From that moment on, it all seems like a nightmare. Multiple organ problems. Not to get into too many details, I want everyone to know he still needs prayers. He is still in critical condition. No, he did not have colon surgery. It was another surgery. I don't know how the media comes up with their stories. I've been by his side since Friday. We'll continue to make sure he is getting the best care possible. Thanks for all. First time I heard colon surgery was actually Gene Okerlund claimed that. And uh, then it was on every story about his surgery. So I guess we'll find out more. He is currently on kidney dialysis. But that's the update on Ric Flair. So 
More after the break. Stand by. Wrestling Observer Live. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Shotzi Blackheart will be joining us in the next segment of the show, talking a bunch of different news notes. 
But first off, we have callers on the line. We got a bunch of text messages. We got even more news. So let's not waste any time. Paul in Winnipeg. I think I know who this is. You're on the air. What's going on, Paul? Hello? Paul, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey. I called to plug the convention. All righty. Let's hear it. Okay, well... For everyone that uh, is on the fence about going to the convention, it uh, starts tomorrow, goes through Monday. Um, the first time I went was about six years ago, and I didn't know anybody, didn't know a soul, and now I've got a bunch of lifelong friends that I see every year, uh, kind of affiliated with the site in a small way, and uh, I'd really encourage anyone that's thinking about it, just kind of get off the schneid and get down there. There's, uh, You'll meet Brian, you'll meet Vinny, Filthy Tom, Ed, me, and millions of other people. It's uh, awesome Dave's going to be there for the banquet, it looks like. Yeah, Dave, too. Yeah, I didn't even mention Dave. Yeah, the banquet and the suite party. we got an awesome suite at the Cosmopolitan overlooking the Caesar Fountains uh, with a wraparound uh, suite. Don't let the heat bother you because we spend most of the time indoors anyways. So uh, we'll be bowling with uh, hopefully pro bowler Brian Alvarez will show up. That's right. Uh, yeah. and uh, You don't even yeah, know. Kingpin Alvarez. Oh, yeah. No, I karaoke and uh, sweet party, or, uh, viewing parties for NXT and SummerSlam, so you won't miss out on that. And the Future Stars of Wrestling show. Um, and uh, Wicked Spoon Buffet for uh, the uh, sweet, what is it, uh, Super China Buffet Day on Sunday. Just an awesome time and can't miss it. And the people are the best. And by the way, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, Las Vegas, everybody, the Vegas convention. So if you head to WrestlingObserver.com, there should be a front-page article on it. If not, go to the Daily Update and scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you can get all the information about what we're doing, where we're going to be. If you're in Vegas, you should obviously show up for these things, even if you're somewhere like L.A. that can, you can drive there in four hours and join everybody and probably can still get a plane ticket if you really want to. The big stuff yeah. is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so don't miss out. We'll have SummerSlam, NXT viewing parties. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, Paul, I shall see you there. Yeah, you bet. See you tomorrow, buddy. All right. Thanks so much for the call and the plug. Yeah, Shotzi Blackheart going to be there as well, too. Booked, I don't know, directly by Ed in San Antonio for the show. Is he taking all the credit for the I'm sure he promotion is. of this show? I'm sure he is. Mm. But we all know what that means. Let's do a couple of the uh, text message questions here. The Jinder segment was embarrassing, especially considering what's going on in the U.S. right now. Yeah. Person says, wouldn't it be much easier to get Jinder over as a babyface chasing after the title, a la Daniel Bryan? Keep him yeah. down and continually screw him? Nah, I hate that. The, well, keep it, he, the continually screwing is is the worst. No, but you know what they could have done, and we've talked about this before, too, was like he hit rock bottom with getting played out by Mojo and Rob Gronkowski. Like, if you thought about it, he was dead ass last. He wasn't even drafted. <laughs> you know, he was dragged back to the roster. You had a story there, and it's been talked about here on the show as well, too. You have so much Indian tradition in North America, and it is such a big population where you could absolutely, you could have absolutely grown him incrementally and built him up. Maybe not as a, as a baby face. Maybe it would have to be as a heel, but 
you could have gotten a, mi- a lot more mileage out of this or, or could have gotten a lot more long-term than what it looks like they're going to get out of it right now because it still looks like they're going to push this thing for as long as they can. They'll give up on it at some point, and that's probably going to be it for him. And that's it's probably too bad, but I, I guess in one way he's getting the biggest of a shot as any right now, so I, I guess there's nothing to complain about if I'm him. Let's see here. What else do we have? Maybe it's just me. The whole Jinner story and promos now feel inappropriate after Charlotte's. I've been hearing all day about this. WWE should be careful, this person says. Well, I get why, where, I hate to ask, but where were some of these people when the thing started? And we, you know, pointed out the, you know, inherent problems with doing a character like this and always falling back on those olden times. It is lazy. It's just, again, there's a million and one ways to, to tell a story, and them always falling back on the same one. In some cases, it works when it comes to the giant. You know, we see it with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. It's where Vince will go, he's right. In this case, when it comes to culture and things like that, it's not right anymore. And I know everybody goes, well, it's wrestling. Well, no, wrestling needs to evolve and figure out a better way, and WWE needs to figure out a better way. Person says, the opening segment of SmackDown turned me off. The current climate of this country, it just felt like, let's not like this guy because he is different. Awful. Can I, I got another question to ask you for as a longtime wrestling fan. Why should I have ever hated Quebec? Now, I don't like the Canadians, you know, from, from a hockey point of view. But really, it's like, you know, because they have an association with the French, right? Is is that why? It's like it's some of these things are so they never made any sense to begin with, for heaven's sakes. And we're continuing on with them now in some ways. That was me unplugging Mike. Still there? I'm here. All right. I was trying to fix your mic. So I just unplugged it right there on air. Now it sounds better. Thanks, bro. Sure. Sorry about that. For some reason, I thought when you were talking... If I unplugged it, it wouldn't... It would sound better. <laughs> well, no, you just keep going. It was weird. Doesn't, it doesn't stop yeah. me. I've only been doing this for... Can't like, be stopped. For 20 years. I'm like, he's talking. Now's a good time to adjust this. I'll unplug his cable. Professional. Didn't work. I mean, it worked, but... The fact that Pete Dunne is not a part of the SummerSlam weekend in any way is the biggest bummer. What's up with the UK talent? Why aren't they a part of this huge weekend? What are they going to do? I mean... Hang out. Here's the thing. So I got to mention something, by the way, on an unrelated note, but it is related. So Triple H did a conference call today, and Dave asked him about the May Young Classic and the fact that they're dropping four shows one week, four shows another week, and then they're doing the finale. So as I've mentioned a thousand times, like I ain't watching the May Young Classic. If they want me to watch the rest of their programming which includes all of SummerSlam weekend and five hours, six hours of first-run programming. I can't add another four hours of first-run WWE programming. I can't do it. So they've lost one viewer for the Mae Young Classic. I'll watch the finals. But there's no way I physically am unable to watch an extra eight hours of programming for WWE over two weeks, unless you want me to not watch Raw or some of these other shows that we watch every week. So they've already lost one viewer. Is that on the table? Can I, can I not watch Raw? So his deal, he he explained, and, and I mean, it's not a mystery. They're comparing themselves to Netflix, which is an inaccurate comparison. They're claiming that, well, this is, you know, kids today don't watch on a schedule. They just watch when they feel like it. And binge watching is big. So we're going to experiment with this. 
Now, I will say one thing. If you want to experiment one time, go for it, okay? There's nothing wrong with experimenting. But I'm telling you right now, it's just, it's not the same thing. Netflix does not drop a full season of a show, except the season finale, and say the season finale is going to be live in two weeks, and you got to get through every single one of those episodes in two weeks. Otherwise, you can't watch the finale because it'll be you'll, like the rest of the season will be spoiled. They don't do that, so it's not the same thing. Now, my point of all of this is, I said, Dave, why couldn't they just change it and not have the finale in two weeks? Why can't they just rebook the live finale? Like, why is the live finale set in stone? And I mean, the answer is it's not. I mean. Yeah, they'd probably have to cancel some tickets, some flights, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, the finale's taking place at a SmackDown taping. I mean, you could do a SmackDown taping finale anywhere you wanted to. So, I bring it up because a few, like a month ago, on NXT, I believe it was NXT, they announced that the Cruiserweight television show kicks off, like, next week. Or, or there was another one that said, coming soon. Well, guess what? It never came. So, like, maybe someday they're going to do this this UK television product, but I don't think they're going to. I mean, this all stems from ITV and WWE not wanting to be left out and signing a bunch of guys to keep them away from ITV and whatever else, and they were all gung-ho about it, and now it looks like there's not going to be an ITV show. And so they're just sitting on everybody. The guys aren't being paid a lot. They're they're low-level contracts. They're allowed to take indie dates elsewhere. Like, every now and then, Pete Dunne goes and defends a title on this show or that show. And it's just like, this is the way it's going to be. They're very, very low priority. Now, why they're not in NXT, I mean, blows yeah, my mind. That's it. I have no earthly idea. But, I mean, right now, on the priority list of WWE, they're at the bottom. The very bottom. It's insane to me. I, I don't get why, if they're letting him work elsewhere, why they wouldn't be working in NXT, too. And I, I kind of half understood the excuse when there was looking like there was going to be a, a U.K.-only show. But now, I mean, it's insane. And the funny part is, unless something big happens, and I know this is, is arguable and everything, but it's funny how we're going to go the whole year. And the guys who had the WWE's arguably the best match have been put on ice for the rest of the year. I mean, Dunn and Bate had arguably the best North American match of the year. And, you know, it's like this is this is where we're at. It's just it blows my mind. And how they can't fit him in, it's, it's really disappointing. This person says there's a big difference between binge-watching Holy Foley and a wrestling tournament. Bad decision. And this person says, I'm sick of PC bull crap. It's fun to dislike the bad guy. People need to quit crying about it. It's entertainment. Don't like, don't watch. Well, there's your one guy, everybody. There he is. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. We'll be again. Other points in between. And the cool, cool mornings. Turn the days of swim watch safe. Living right is easy. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. 
even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by Shotzi Blackheart. Talking a bunch of things, including the Future Stars of Wrestling show coming up August 19th. Well, I'll be there, so make sure you check it out, Las Vegas. Shotzi, how are you doing today? Great. How are you guys? You're in the main event of this show versus Suede Thompson and Jack Jameson. A three-way. Yes. For the No Limits yeah. title. We talked to yeah. uh, we talked to Swade the other day and uh, asked him about this match. What are your thoughts on this Jack Jameson fella? Um, you know, I don't t- know too much about him. I've been watching some of his matches, um, and he's a big dude, so that'll be interesting. He looks like Rick Steiner. Yeah, he does, huh? Kind of looks like Rick Steiner. He's got a, does he have a Rick Steiner kind of character? I mean, is he uh, slow? Sorry. Is he is he slow like Rick Steiner? Uh, a little, a little. He's a big man, so he got the the big man move. 
<laughs> sure, yeah. Now, how often do you do face off against uh, in, in intergender matches and things like that? Because uh, obviously, you know you from your work in Rise, and it's probably how most people know you, or, uh, or, or many people probably know you. But when you're out there working the indies, a lot of times there's not other women working out there, or uh, there tends to be a lot more guys. How often do you work with, with other men, and, and what's it like uh, to, to be in these types of situations? Because I know it can be a, a very polarizing type of, uh, of wrestling. Well, when I was first starting out, like my first year and a half in, I mostly wrestled dudes because I wrestled my, my home, my home promotion was Hood Slam and they're all about intergender. Um, so I, I always wrestled men. The only girl I would ever wrestle was Brittany Wonder. Uh, so I'm all for intergender and I love working dudes. Um, but lately, I've been working a lot of women because a lot of promotions don't are not cool with intergender. And I've been getting around a lot, so I've been working more women. And it's different. It's different than working guys. Now, what got you into to kind of wrestling? What got you into Hood Slam? Are you from the Bay Area? Or, or, or what was it that, that drew you to them as opposed to maybe a, a more traditional wrestling uh, organization or school to, to get into? Well... I do live like down the street from Hood Slam, so it was pretty convenient. But I wasn't originally planning to train with them. I actually um, was going to APW in Hayward. Um, I signed up with Roland Alexander, and I paid in full, like the full three thousand dollars to get into the school. And unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, before I even got to start, so <laughs> all that all that went to waste, and I had to find a new school. Now, what was that process kind of like, too? I mean, you know, you got a guy who's established. He's got certainly has a name in wrestling. He's provided guys and was able to build guys up who have went on to, you know, to some pretty big things. What was the process like having to kind of move from him to to someone else? Did you did you did you just kind of do it on your own, or did you really seek out trying to get help from some people on what the next move should be? Yeah, I I started just going to a bunch of indie shows and talking to people, but um, the the Stoner brothers, uh, Derek and Dustin Mel, who are my trainers, uh, they came up to me and they were like, hey, you know, it really sucks what happened to you. We'll hook you up. So they they just opened, came to me with open arms, and I was really into that. So I was like, you know, these guys seem cool. And and they're just really badass in the ring. So I was like, I want to train with those guys. So what? I guess what made you decide to get into pro wrestling? I mean, what did you what did you watch growing up? Were you a fan growing up? How did this all begin? I really wasn't a big fan as a kid. Um, my brother was a fan, though. We used to play all all the video games together and he would watch it and sometimes I would like tune in while he was and I really I did really like the rock but I wasn't I wasn't a big fan but I guess what got me into it um I just I I was always I always really liked the theatrics of wrestling I I grew up doing musical theater um I went to a musical theater college uh and when I I, I left after a year of doing that and 
was like, oh, I don't have a performing outlet. Like, I need to do something with myself. And I was watching Raw one day, and I was like, huh, I, I think I could do that. Sure. Was there a particular match that you were watching at the time that uh, was it was it? Were you watching the WWE women and thought I could do that, or were we just watching WWE in general? Just WWE in general. I don't think there wasn't really like a match that got me going necessarily. But once I told my buddy, who's a big wrestling fan, that I wanted to do this, he gave me a bunch of DVDs, um, like Wrestle WrestleMania three, and. That's that's what really like solidified it for me after watching that. Hopefully, the Ricky Steamboat match and not the Hulk Hogan main event. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Junkyard, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so you decide yeah, you want to do. I'm, Go ahead. I, I'm a big Ricky Steamboat fan. Pro- like probably one of my favorites. So yeah, that that's that's really what got me going. So you decide you want to do this, and you go to start training, and presumably, like very quickly, they've got you in the ring. And there's one thing, watching it on TV, thinking you can do it, and then having to get in the ring and actually do it. There's bumps to take. There's all sorts of different things. How was the first few days of training? And, I mean, did you have second thoughts at any point? Oh, yeah. It was absolutely brutal. Like, my neck was just on fire. My whole body was hurting. I was just like, wow, they take these bumps, like, every day. I don't know if my body can handle this. <laughs> but it could. And what? It could, I presume. Yes, yes. Um, I, I toughed it out, of course. But yes, it was painful, especially that first that first week. I was like, "Whoa, am I going to feel like this every day? This sucks." So, how long did it take for you not to feel like that every day? Um, I mean, like a couple months in, well, my body really got used to it, and um, the bumps stop hurting as much now when you mention you mentioned you started out and you wrestled a lot of guys i mean when you were watching raw there's no intergender on raw and so when yeah, you when sure. you first got started i mean were you just kind of open to everything were there no other opportunities i mean did you clearly you did not think when you first began training that i'm going to start out only going to be wrestling guys yeah yeah true true i mean i guess Going to Hood Slam and seeing Brittany Wonder work the guys all the time, I was just like, oh, okay, like, I guess this is what they do on the indies, you know? That's okay. Now, did you, is it true that you had a tryout, like, with, with Tough Enough, and what happened there? Yeah, I went to Tough Enough after, like, six months of training, um, I, I was I was on the first episode, like the first competition episode, and and I got I got into the house. I made it to the top thirteen and was going to be on the show, but unfortunately, I have a heart condition, and they found that while while I was there, I had no idea about it, and they said that they couldn't they couldn't let me go any further. So was it something that you consider not serious, but because it's there they wouldn't allow you is it something you could that you could because uh, mvp had a had uh, a heart deal that they discovered and yeah. and they fixed it right up and he was good to go i mean is it something that could be done for you yeah 
Well, definitely. Uh, they just wanted me to wear, like, a 48-hour heart halter and, like, do more testing, which, you know, it was that, – that show was going so quickly, and it was live. So they could they didn't have time to, like, do all of that with me. I so I had to do that back back on my own. And then they invited me back for another tryout a few months later. So so do you feel that if you would have made it the thing with Tough Enough is I mean, for some people it's really good and for some people it's like terrible for their careers. Like it's kind of weird. Right. Like there are people that have won yeah. and it was like the end of their career because of that. I mean, at the end of the day, you were only six months into training. Are are you are you happy the way that it ended up and, and thinking like, well, you know, it was for the best and one of these days I'll go back there when I have more experience and it'll be better for me? Or are you kind of regretful of how it happened? Um, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm bittersweet about it because um, I feel like I would have done well on the show and they really didn't look at any wrestling. It was all just workouts and sure. uh Real, like very little wrestling. So, um, and it was all just like fan voting. And I figure, you know, like this, a girl with crazy red hair would probably get a popular vote. Uh, I don't know. I probably, I probably would have done well, but then I also think like, um, I wouldn't have been able to work the indie scene if I got in there and, I was signed or whatever. I don't know. It, well, I, I don't know how I feel about it, really. Well, in that time, I mean, you know, since that's happened, I mean, the the woman, the women's scene across the world seems to really be at a really good place right now, whether it be Shine, Shimmer, uh, over in Japan with Stardom. There seem to be a lot of options right now and a lot of, exactly. of positive light on the scene. I mean, in a way, yeah. is it really a blessing? And do you have any goals to, to go out to, to any of these places more than you already are? Yes, of course. Yeah, I want to go all over the place. And, yeah, I do kind of see it as a blessing because I feel like if I got in maybe one um, and got signed, they probably would have released me. And then I would have just, like, trained for two years in developmental, and then they did nothing with me. Um, that could have been a possibility. And then I'd have to start back square one on the indie circuit. Um, so I feel like... Uh, I'm getting more out of it, not 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 going further with that. What would you say is your best match? If people were going to look around and and find some Shotzi Blackheart, where would you lead them? Um, well, recently at Sabotage, I did an intergender match with my training partner uh, Stephen Tresario, and I, I thought we kicked ass. So if if I was if I was going to send out matches to anyone, it, that would be the first one I would choose. So this coming weekend, the Future Stars of Wrestling, Saturday at 4 p.m. in Las Vegas, Future Stars of Wrestling Arena. Wade Thompson, Jack Jamison, Shotzi Blackheart is the No Limits Championship match here on the show. And Yeah. Yep. I want to uh, give you an opportunity here to get some plugs in for your social media and everything else. How can people find out more about Shotzi? I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, all Shotzi Blackheart. Follow me, like me. S-H-O-T-Z-I. Yes, Blackheart. 
Chotzi Blackheart. She's going to be working this weekend, Future Stars Wrestling. Chotzi, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today, and best of luck this weekend, and we will all see you at the show. Awesome. See you guys there. All right, back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript. Quickly and affordably, a Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, a couple of text messages to get to here before we go. A lot of them about uh, Corbin and obviously gender. This person here says, I'm fine with Corbin failing his cash-in. It was such a dud of a cash-in storyline, however. No suspense. It was used to add fuel to a two-week feud. And the storyline wouldn't seen to want Corbin to win in order to make his match at SummerSlam for the title. Complete waste of time. This was not done for storyline reasons. Pretty sure this was done because the guy's got a lot of heat on him and they just wanted to teach him a lesson. Yeah, I think it was over when John Cena called him a dumpster fire. I think that's... Uh, well, it's not only that, that it was he called him that and then Corbin went on Twitter and is, is cutting promos on Cena. And other people, Dave was not the only other one, but he was out of control on Twitter last week and just came off as a numbskull. And then, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think he started blocking people in WWE. (laughs) Like, what's he doing? He's got a character, too, and this is just something to remember. I understand social media is out there, and you you want to try to use it to your advantage to sell shirts and move your character and things like that. He's got a character kind of in some ways like The Undertaker. Just just don't be on social media. Just just get off of it and leave it alone. As tough as it may be, go under your real name, go under a fake name, but don't do it under your stage name. Indian people know he was born in Canada. That's why they don't care. This person wants to know, why isn't SummerSlam done outside like Mania? Well, they can't sell 60,000 tickets to SummerSlam, most likely. Yeah, so. and that's, it's ballsy to try to go outside. And, I mean, look, that's you got a beautiful Barclays Center. Why go to, to, you know, whatever, Yankee Stadium or whatever? It doesn't make sense. And finally, when in history is a ref ever checked with the champion if he was good to go or not for a cash-in before ringing the bell? I think they usually make sure that the guy's on his feet. Then they they got to do that now, yeah. They change that. We're out of time, everybody. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sundays 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. I'm on my way to Vegas, so Mike's going to be running solo here for a while. We'll be doing shows for subscribers, however, as usual. So check out WrestlingObserver.com for more. Thanks, Mike, as always, everybody at Byline. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.